welcome to the Fit and Lockheed podcast. This is John. Uh, doing this one solo today. The plan was to do this one with Cheryl, but that didn't happen yet, so I just wanted to get it off my chest. I went to the death race this weekend, and what I'm going to tell everybody at baseball this weekend is uh, the sun was too hot and the hills were too high, and I just cramped up every muscle in my legs, which is true, but it took seven hours, so there's lots more to get to. Um, So in Grand Cache, uh, 125 kilometers is the whole race. I got through 28 kilometers, so all of leg one and about half of leg two. I got up the first mountain, uh, got down, and then started climbing up, and it was 31 degrees by then. I don't know when it started getting that hot, but it was ridiculous, and uh, all everybody talked about was the... The views from the top of the first mountain are worth the whole price of admission for the race. And they probably were, but it was so smoky and I was so beat up by then that it was <laughs> it was not worth the price of admission. Um, I could see that I was a long ways up and I could see that there wasn't many points higher around me, but uh, <laughs> I couldn't see very far. The, the smoke wasn't bad for breathing. Like, I didn't didn't have a burnt throat or anything. That wasn't... wasn't didn't seem to be a problem. Um, but the, the heat was bad. I was sweating a lot and sweating early. And uh, just wasn't... Wasn't able to get enough fluid into me, I assume, is the problem. Uh, no real way to know for sure how I messed up, but uh, yeah, I the the first leg is relatively tame. Um, it's 14 kilometers, and I got in just over two hours, which was faster than I planned. But I didn't really have a clue how long it was going to take. Um, but felt super. Like, I could have... I could have jumped over the mountain the way I felt after I finished the first part. Um, nothing... Nothing was tight except a little bit in my hips, and that just started on the gravel road as we were coming up to the transition. Uh, probably, I don't know, three or four miles, I guess, at the end of the first leg is just a gravel road. And uh, so I walked walked that in just because it was my hips were tight on that. They were fine up and down the hills in the in the bush, but um, once I got on the gravel road, it started getting tight, which is normal for me. Uh, my hips just get tight, easy. Uh, so Cheryl got some food in me, restocked my Camelback, and. Uh, took a little Gatorade with and changed shoes, changed changed shirt into just a tank top so it was a little, a little cooler and uh, 
but the sun was starting to beat, beat down by then. It was a little bit overcast and stuff in the morning, and or in the early morning. It starts at 8 in the morning, and I was in at the first transition by 10, so still, still morning. Um, and then took off into the trees again. It felt good. <laughs> and then uh, you go, it's... The course has changed a little bit since they've done some more logging in the area. So it was uh, another, I guess, basically a gravel road. Um, you wouldn't drive your wouldn't drive your car on this road at the speed limit, but it was definitely definitely vehicle passable road. And then you just turn up and go go up into the mountains. Um, it gets real rocky and narrow path. Uh, most of it is is quad accessible, so there's kind of two two lanes that that people can walk on and or hike on, pass on. Um, but there's nobody that I seen was running once we got onto that stuff. It was. Well, I guess once you get into the, there was, there are some, I guess there'd be a switchback, but they're, they're flatter spots. There isn't much, isn't much for downhill once you start going up to the top of, uh, Mount Flood is the first one. Um, so, just going up there and feeling good for, I don't even know, the first hour, two hours, whatever it is, it's a long time just going up. Just up, 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 up. Um, learned how to use poles. They say don't don't learn how to do anything at the race, but I'm glad I learned how to use poles. Um, they they say they got me they got me as far as I did. Um, just leaned on them and used my arms to carry myself up the hills too. Um, was doing good. I was I was nervous when I started passing people. Um, partly because I'd been essentially with the same group of people for a lot of miles by that point, and uh, if they were starting to struggle or if I was feeling too good, there was one of us was having a bad time, and I wasn't wasn't banking on me having a good time, so. I got nervous, and then, yeah, uh, just, it's, it started, started with my quads, and, uh, yeah, ended up, uh, just about every muscle in my legs started cramping at some point, uh, but I kept, kept going because I really wanted to get to the top of at least one mountain. Uh, there's a a spot when you when you go to, to I guess you would call it where you go to summit flood um, you meet the point where you're also going to come back around to you make a you make a circle coming around the top of the mountain uh, and there's people at that at that spot to make sure you do the right go the right direction. Uh, 
So I, I greeted them. They asked how it was going just casually. And I said, great. And then I took one big step up because it was a, a couple of rocks uh, that you have to climb over to get started going up. And it's straight up for a little while. And both of my calves cramped up and locked up so tight, I just fell over backwards. And luckily it was some nice, just soft stuff that it fell down the slope. Uh, so that it didn't hurt when I fell because my calves were in the most pain. Um, fell down and <laughs> they didn't even get out of their chairs. They just asked if I was okay because if they come over and help then I'm done. But uh, they just said, yeah, my calves are just locked up. <laughs> and they said, okay, let us know if you need help. And uh, so I stretched out my calves enough that I could carry on and I went backwards up and uh, was able to sit on the ledge and pop myself up and carried on to get to the top uh, and then coming well I guess up uh, it's a it's steep for I have no idea what the distances are probably a kilometer straight up and then it it smooths out and the trees are gone and uh, you just kind of angle up to the top go through a little gate and then loop back around to get uh, down which was was good it felt way better going down obviously uh, I know a lot of people have more trouble with that I didn't have any trouble going down, except that I couldn't step over, like if there was a, a big rock or a, a ledge of some sort, or the branches that were crossing the trail, I had to turn around, either step sideways or step backwards to get over them. It was brutal. Um, kept on going, and once you get back to the people, that were at the, the start of your loop to get to the top, uh, got back to them, and then she pointed, she said, just go down there, go nice and slow. I think she knew that there was nobody coming behind me, or there one or two maybe by then, but uh, I had been moving so slow, because I was like, like, barely crossing my heel past my toe going up at that point it was a very slow process but I was moving and that was good enough for me um, so the next the next section is called slugfest um, it's where you go down to the bottom of flood and start the ascent of Hamel no not Hamel uh, Grand Hamel is later in the race um, start going up grand, but I didn't get <laughs> didn't get to go up much. I got down to the river, uh, not a river, a stream at the bottom of at the bottom of flood, and started to climb. And I got two feet clear of the river rocks, and my quads this time 
I don't know how it works that both legs at the same time had the same muscles cramp up like that, but it happened again. Um, and it, I, I don't even remember which direction I fell, if it was forward or backward, but I rolled over and got sat on some nice cold dirt. It was, it was muddy down at the bottom. Um, the trail, they pick, went up through, it must be springs up the side of the hill because it was the only muddy part in Alberta. And uh, they made us climb up that. So I did get, did get dirty by the end of my trip. I was, I had stayed dry. My feet hadn't even got wet. Well, sweaty, but not, uh, not muddy wet by then. Got uh, got my calves or my quads by then to uh, to move because I knew I knew there was nobody coming. There was I could see up the hill there was nobody coming and there was no way anybody was still moving and going to catch me. They would have caught me by then. Uh, and I had seen a lot of people getting rides out on on the side by sides that they have for us. I had passed a group of women that had, we'd been leapfrogging each other back and forth uh, all the way up leg two and they, they seen me stopped on the side of the trail leaning over my poles and the first one just she stopped she wasn't going to take I'm fine for an answer and she asked how I was doing and so I told her I was I was starting to cramp up just just walking by that point just randomly would cramp she said well how many how many salt taps do you have left I don't have any with me uh, so she said well you're not getting out of here without them so she gave me a few and then her friend came up and uh, she had she had hundreds I don't know how much was in a normal container of salt tabs, but she had them all. So she just grabbed me a mint full and I put them in my fanny bag. And uh, every half hour I was taking one. And I could I could move much better after I got those in me. Uh, the salt tab did help. Which was also reassuring that I knew I knew it was just just dehydration. It wasn't. My head still felt fine. It was just my legs weren't getting enough enough to pump. Um, which everybody was surprised that I was in that rough of shape and my head was fine. But I, I felt. I honestly, I felt great the whole day. Like it was demoralizing that I couldn't move my feet anymore. But um, I felt fine it was it was 31 degrees but it it didn't feel that hot on the mountain uh, which was maybe part of the problem I should have been taking more breaks and I definitely should have been drinking more I should have been I should have been running out of water and I never did um, which is just a 
rookie mistake. So, if you're going to do the death race, drink. Drink all you can. Ryan was joking that it was a eating and drinking competition with some hiking, and I failed. Failed the drinking competition, which I don't want to do again. Um, so, got to the... They made a new transition area with water. Partway through Slugfest, they had, they had logged a new area of it, I guess, so they had a, a new spot where they could uh, get a checkpoint. And they put water there this year just because they knew the conditions were going to be tough. So I, uh, I told them I was done. I, as I was climbing up the hill, uh, I could feel like every time I... Every time I used a muscle in my leg, I could feel the cramp starting. And by the time I got to the top, my triceps were starting to cramp from using the pole so hard. And uh, I w wasn't sure that the GPS was getting my distance correct, but I knew I still had a whole mountain to do before I got back to town. And I didn't think it was it was going to be possible for me to do that, so I handed in my coin and my timing chip, and they called me a ride. So I hung out with them and ate potato chips and helped them fold up their tent once they found out I was the last person, and uh, got a ride out. Hopped in a pickup truck with some people that were collecting empty water bottles. And got dropped off right in front of Cheryl at the next transition. Cheryl thought that was pretty funny that I just jump out of a truck and walk up. Um, yeah, I'll have to do another one of these with Cheryl. I'm sure there's important stuff that I'm forgetting to talk about, but I wanted to wanted to share all of this while I was still fresh in my memory and and it's definitely definitely fresh still limping uh, it's Tuesday now but feels feels generally fine just just get sore sore legs uh, yeah thanks for listening I will talk to you guys later